the influence of diet upon health. Those upon whom rest important responsibilities, those above all who are guardians of spiritual interest, should be men of keen feeling and quick perception. More than others, they need to be temperate in eating. Rich and luxurious food should have no place upon their tables. Every day, men in positions of trust have decisions to make upon which depend results of great importance. Often they have to think rapidly, and this can be done successfully by those only who practice strict temperance. The mind strengthens under the correct treatment of the physical and mental powers. If the strain is not too great, new vigor comes with every taxation. But often the work of those who have important plans to consider and important decisions to make is affected for evil by the results of improper diet. A disordered stomach produces a disordered, uncertain state of mind. Often it causes irritability, harshness, or injustice. Many a plan that would have been a blessing to the world has been set aside. Many unjust, oppressive, even cruel measures have been carried as the result of diseased conditions due to wrong habits of eating. Here is a suggestion for all whose work is sedentary or chiefly mental, that those who have sufficient moral courage and self-control try it. At each meal, take only two or three kinds of simple food and eat no more than is required to satisfy hunger. Take active exercise every day and see if you do not receive benefit. Ministry of Healing, pages 309, 310. Some ministers are not particular enough in regard to their habits of eating. They partake of too large quantities of food and of too great a variety at one meal. Some are reformers in name only. They have no rules by which to regulate their diet, but indulge in eating fruit or nuts between their meals and thus impose heavy burdens upon the digestive organs. Because of imprudence in eating, the senses of some seem to be paralyzed and they are sluggish and sleepy. These pale-faced ministers who are suffering in consequence of selfish indulgence of the appetite are no recommendation to health reform. When suffering from overwork, it would be much better to drop out a meal occasionally and thus give nature a chance to rally. Our laborers could do more by their example to advocate health reforms than by preaching it. When elaborate preparations are made for them by well-meaning friends, they are strongly tempted to disregard principle. But by refusing the dainty dishes, the rich condiments, the tea and coffee, they may prove themselves to be true, practical health reformers. The indulgence of appetite beclouds and fetters the mind and blunts the holy emotions of the soul. The mental and moral powers of some of our ministers are enfeebled by improper eating and lack of physical exercise. Those who crave great quantities of food should not indulge the appetite, but should practice self-denial and retain the blessing of active muscles and unoppressed brain. Overeating stupefies the entire being by diverting the energies from the other organs to do the work of the stomach.